The Pendant Shakespeare presents Episode 3 of William Shakespeare's Double Falsehood. When from the window she did bow and call, her passion shook her voice. And from her eyes, mistemper and distraction, with strange wildness, bespoke concern above a common sorrow. Poor Leonora. Treacherous. Damned Enrique. She bids me fill my memory with her danger. I do, my Leonora, yes. I fill the region of my thought with nothing else. Lower. She tells me here that this affair shall yield a testimony of her love and prays her letter may come safe and sudden. This prayer the heavens have heard, and I beseech them to hear the prayers she makes. Have patience, sir. Oh, my good friend, methinks I am too patient. Is there a treachery like in this baseness recorded anywhere? Is it the deepest? None but itself can be at parallel. And from a friend? Professed? Friendship? Why, tis a word forever maimed in human nature. It is a thing noblest, and amongst the beast it stood in a mean place. Things of fierce nature hold amity and concordance. Such a villainy a writer could not put in his scene without a taxation of his auditory for the fiction most enormous. These upbraidings cool time while they are vented. I am counseled. For you, evermore thanks. You've done much for us, so gently press toot that I may persuade me. You'll do a little more. Put me to employment that's honest, though not safe. With my best spirits, I'll give to accomplishment. No more but this, for I must see Leonora, and to appear like Julio, as I am, might haply spoil some good event ensuing, unmarked and secret. You shall not want. Yonder's the house before us. Make haste to reach it. Still, I thank you, sir. O Leonora, stand but this rude shock. Hold out thy faith against the dread assault of this base lord. The service of my life shall be devoted to repay thy constancy. I hope to the last minute hope can give. You will not come. He's not received my letter. Maybe some other view has from our home repealed its changed eye. Or what business can excuse the tardiness thus willful? None. And it is not business. That letter, I say, is not delivered. Or he's sick. Or oh, suggestion, wherefore wilt thou frighten me? Julio does to Enrique on mere purpose, on plotted purpose, yield me up. And he hath chose another mistress. All presumptions make powerful to this point. His own protraction, Enrique left behind. That strain lacked jealousy, therefore lacked love. So sure as life shall empty itself in death, this new surmise of mine is a bold certainty. Tis plain and obvious, Enrique would not, durst not, thus infringe the law of friendship, thus provoke a man that bears a sword and wears his flag of youth as fresh as he. He durst not. Tis contrivance, cursed offing twixt them both. But I more heard. Stay, Leonora. 
Has this awkward veil quite lost me to thy knowledge? Oh, my Hoyo! Thy presence ends the stern debate of doubt and cures me of a thousand heartsick fears sprung from thy absence. Yet awakes a train of other sleeping terrors. Do you weep? No, Leonora. When I weep, it must be the substance of mine eye. Would I could weep, then mine eye would drop upon my heart and swage the fire there. You are full possessed how things go here. First, welcome heartily. Welcome to the end of my last good hour. Now summer bliss and gaudy days are gone. My lecinum's expired. Not so, Leonora. Yes, Julio, yes. An everlasting storm is come upon me, which I can't bear out. I cannot stay much talk. We have lost leisure, and thus it is. Your absence hath given to what my letter hath declared, and is this instant on the affecting. Hark is now on tuning, which must celebrate this business so discordant. Tell me then, what will you do? I know not what. Advise me. I'll kill the traitor. Oh, take heed. His death betters our cause no wit. No killing. My blood stands still, and all my faculties are by enchantment dulled. You gracious powers, the guardians of sworn faith and suffering virtue inspire prevention of this dreaded mischief. This moment is our own. Let's use it, love, and fly off instant from this house of woe. Alas, impossible. My steps are watched. There's no escape for me. You must stay, too. What? Stay, and see thee ravished from my arms? I'll force thy passage. Were I not a sword, ne'er on a man's thigh rode better. If I suffer the traitor play his part, if I not do manhood and justice honor, let me be deemed a tame pale coward, whom the night owl's hoot may turn into an aspen leaf. Some man take this and give me a distaff for it. Patience, Julio, and trust to me. I have forethought the means to disappoint these nuptials. Hark! Again, these are the bells knoll for us. See, the lights move this way, Julio. Hide behind yon arras, and take thy secret stand. Dispute it not. I have my reasons. You anon shall know them. There you may mark the passages of the night. Yet more... I charge you by the dearest ties, whate'er you see or hear, whate'er shall hap, in your concealment rest a silent statue. Shh! Nay, hide thee straight, or see, I'm armed, and vow to fall a pleading sacrifice before thee. I dare not tell thee of my purpose, Julio, lest it should wrap thee in such agonies which my love could not look on. Lady Leonora! Why, Leonora, wilt thou with this gloom darken my triumph, suffering discontent and wan displeasure to subdue that cheek where love should sit enthroned? Behold your slave! Nay, frown not, for each hour of growing time shall task me to thy service, till by merit of dearest love I blot the low-born Julio from thy fair mind. So I shall make it foul. This council is corrupt. Come. You will change. Why would you make a wife of such a one that is so apt to change? This foul proceeding still speaks against itself and vilifies the purest of your judgment. 
For your birth's sake, I will not dart my hoarded curses at you, nor give my meanings language. For the love of all good things together, yet take heed and spurn the tempter back. I think you're mad, perverse and foolish. How may I be obedient and wise, too? Of my obedience, sir, I cannot strip me, nor can I then be wise. Grace against grace. Ungracious, if I not obey a father, most perjured if I do. Yet, Lord, consider, or ere too late, or ere that not be tied, which may with violence damnable be broken. No other way to sever. Yet consider, you wed my body, not my heart, my lord. No part of my affection. Sounds it well that who use love is Lord Enrique's wife? Have you an ear for this harsh sound? No shot of reason can come near the place where my love's fortified. The day shall come wherein you'll chide this backwardness. No, no, Amike. When you shall find what profit you are proved, you'll prophesy no more. Have done this talking. If you will cleave to your obedience, do it. If not, unbolt the portal and be gone. My blessings stay behind you. Sir, your pardon. I will not swerve a hair's breadth from my duty. It shall first cost me dear. Well then, to the point. Give me your hand. My honored lord, receive my daughter of me, and wish you joy and honor. Hold! Julio, no! <gasps> Senor! Don Bernard, mine is the elder claim. What are you, sir? A wretch that's almost lost to his own knowledge, struck through with injuries. Ah, Julio, were you not sent on our commands to court, ordered to wait your fair dismission thence? And have you dared, knowing you are our vassal, to steal away unprivileged and leave my business and your duty unaccomplished? Ungenerous lord, you have wronged me. Wronged me so basely, and in so dear a point as stains the cheek of honor with a blush, cancels the bonds of service, bids allegiance throw to the wind all high respects of birth, title, and eminence and in their stead fills up the painting heart with just defiance. If you have sense of shame or justice, Lord, forego this bad intent, or with your sword answer me like a man, and I shall thank you. Julio, once dead, Leonora may be thine, but living, <laughs> she is a prize too rich to part with. Vain man, the present hour is fraught with business of richer moment. Love shall first be served, then if your courage hold to claim it of me, I may have leisure to chastise this boldness. Then I'll seize my right. What here? A brawl? Stop at once. My servants, turn this boisterous sworder forth, and see he come not to disturb our joys. Old dogs, Leonora, coward, base Enrique. Oh, Julio. She dies upon me. Help! Dios mio! Ay, Leonora! Know not about her! My lady, but give my her lady. air! What paper is that? Let's see it. It is her own handwriting. Bow her head. Tis but her fright. She will recover soon. What learn you by that paper, good my lord? That she would do the violence to herself which nature hath anticipated on her. What dagger means she? Search her well, I pray you. Here's the dagger. 
Oh, the stubborn sex. Rash even to madness. Bear her to her chamber. Life flows in her again. Pray, bear her hence, and tend her as you would the world's best treasure. Women, carry Leonora off. Don Bernard, this wild tumult soon will cease, the cause removed, and all return to calmness. Passions in women are as short in working as strong in their effect. Let the priest wait. Come, go we in. My soul is all on fire, and burns impatient of this forced delay. Julio's departure thus in secret from me, with the long doubtful absence of my brother, who cannot suffer, but my father feels it, have trusted me with strong suspicions, and dreams that will not let me sleep, nor eat, nor taste those recreations health demands. But like a whirlwind, hither have they snatched me, perforce to be resolved. I know my brother had Julio's mother for his host. From him, inquiry may befriend me. Hmm. Signora, I'm glad to have met you thus. What ails? Camila, I... Hmm? Is possible you should forget your friends? Friends? What are those? Why, those that love you. You're none of those, sure, if you be Lord Roderick. Yes, I am that Lord Roderick, and I lie not. If I protest, I love you passing well. You loved my son too passing well, I take it. One that believed too suddenly his court creed. All is not well. Good woman, do not rail. My lord, my lord, you've dealt dishonorably. Signora, I am so far from doing wrongs of that base strain. I understand you not. Indeed, you know not neither on my conscience how your most virtuous brother, noble Enrique, you look so like him, Lord. You are the worse for it. Rots upon such dissemblers. Under colour of buying courses, and I know not what, bought my poor boy out of possession, even of his plighted faith. Was not this honour? And this a constant friend? I dare not say so. Now you have robbed him of his love. Take all. Make up your malice and dispatch his life, too. If you would hear me, Signora... Your brave old father would have been torn in pieces with wild horses ere he had done this treachery. On my conscience, had he but dreamt you to durst have committed this base, unmanly crime... Why, this is madness! I've done. I've eased my heart. Now you may talk. Then as I am a gentleman... Believe me, for I will lie for no man. I'm so far from being guilty of the least suspicion of sin that way, that fearing the long absence of Julio and my brother might beget something to start at. Camila and Stranger. These may give me some comfort from their talk. I'll step aside and hear what fame is stirring. Why this wandering? Can there be one so near in blood as you are to that Enrique, and an honest man. While he was good, I do confess my nearness. But since his fall from honor, he's to me 
as a strange face I saw but yesterday, and is soon lost. I ask your pardon, Lord. I was too rash and bold. No harm done, Signora. But is it possible you should not hear the passage twixt Leonora and your brother? None of all this. How now? I bear you tidings, ma'am, which I could wish some other tongue delivered. Whence, I pray you? From your son. Prithee, where is he? That's more than I know now. But this I can assure you. He has left the city raging mad. Heaven comfort him. He came to that cursed marriage. The fiends take it. Prithee be gone, and bid the bell knoll for me. I have had one foot in the grave some time. Nay, go, good friend. Thy news deserve no thanks. That's well said, Signora. I hope all shall be well yet. It had need, for tis a crooked world. Farewell, poor boy. This comes of forcing women where they hate. It was my own sin, and I am rewarded. Now am I like an aged oak, alone, left for all tempests. I would cry, but cannot. I'm dried to death almost with these vexations. Lord, what a heavy load I have within me. My heart. My heart, my heart. (laughs) Has this ill weather met with thee, too? Oh, wench, that I were with thee. You do not come to mock at me now. (laughs) Do not dissemble. Thou mayst find a knave as bad as thou art to undo thee too. I hope to see that day before I die yet. It needeth not, Camilla. I am knave sufficient to myself. If thou wilt rail, do it as bitterly as thou canst think of, for I deserve it. Draw thy sword and strike me, and I will thank thee for it. I've lost my daughter. She's stolen away and whither gone, I know not. She had a fair blessing in being from you, sir. I was too poor a brother for your greatness. You must be grafted into noble stocks and have your titles raised. My state was laughed at, my alliance scorned. I've lost a son too, which must not be put up so. Hold! Be counselled. You've equal losses. Urge no farther anger. Heaven, please now at your love, may bring again, and no doubt will, your children to your comforts. In which adventure my foot shall be foremost. And one more will I add, my honoured father, who has a son to grieve for too, though tainted. Let your joint sorrow be as balm to heal these wounds of adverse fortune. Come, Camilla. Do not deny your love for charity. I ask it of you. Let this noble lord make family of us whom our own cross fates could never join. What I have been, forget. What I intend to be, believe and nourish. I do confess my wrongs. Give me your hand. Heaven make thee honest. There, 
Tis done, my good men. Now, there rests not, but that we part, and each take several ways in quest of our lost friends. Some of my train over the wild rocks shall wait you. Our best search ended, here we'll meet again, and tell the fortunes of our separate travels. Roderick, I would. Your brother had but half your virtue. <laughs> Yet there remains a little spark of hope that lights me to some comfort. The match is crossed, the parties separate, and I again may come to see this man that has betrayed me and wound his conscience for it. Home again, I will not go. Whatever fortune guide me, though every step I went, I trod upon dangers as fearful and as pale as death now. No, Enrique, I will follow thee where there I stay. Time may beget a wonder. Oh, will you come? What news? None but the worst. Your father makes mighty offers yonder by a crier to anyone can bring you home again. <laughs> Art thou corrupted? No. Please, wilt thou be honest? I hope. You do not fear me. Indeed I do not. Thou hast an honest face, and such a face, when it deceives, take heed, is cursed of all of heaven's creatures. I'll hang first. Heaven bless thee from that end. I've heard a man say more than this, and yet that man was false. Thou'lt not be so, I hope? By my life, mistress. Swear not. I credit thee. But, prithee, though, take heed. Take heed thou dost not fail. I do not doubt thee, yet I have trusted such a serious face, and been abused, too. If I fail your trust... I do thee wrong to hold thy honesty at distance, thus thou shalt know all my fortunes. Get me a shepherd's habit. Well, what else? And... Wait for me in the evening where I told thee. There thou shalt know my father ends. Take heed. Do you fear me still? No. This is only counsel. My life and death I have put equally into thy hand. Let not rewards nor hopes be cast into the scale to turn thy faith. Be honest, but for virtue's sake, that's all. He that has such a treasure cannot fall. The Pendant Shakespeare, also known as the Wild Bill Variety Show, presents Episode 3 of Double Falsehood by William Shakespeare. Featuring the voice talents of Chase Greenlee as Julio, Bridget Gusowitz as Leonora, Jeff Robinson as Enrique, Sarah Palmero as Don Bernardo, Adam Blanford as Roderick, Julia Eve as Camila, Abigail Eliza as Violante, Kendra Murray as The Maid, W. Keith Timms and Alex Graw as The Citizens, and Jamie Elizabeth and Cindy Woods as The Ladies. All Andalus by Shane Ivers at SilvermanSound.com. Sancho Plaza Gets a Latte by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 License. CreativeCommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0. All other music by Josh Mullen at TheTunePeddler.com. Dramaturgy and audio adaptation by Morgan Z. Soul. Directed by Adam Blanford and Jeff Robinson. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2022. Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. 
Thanks for listening.